This is Tennis Quick Tips, episode 140. Hey, this is Kim from TennisFixation.com. I'm your host for the Tennis Quick Tips podcast. With every episode, Tennis Quick Tips brings you a quick and easy tip to improve your tennis game and to make sure you're having fun every time you step on court. This week, we're talking about mental toughness. Specifically, what are some of the psychological traits of mentally tough tennis players? We already know. Tennis is a mentally challenging sport. It's not just physically demanding. You have to be tough out there on the tennis court because there are a lot of factors that the sport of tennis has that other sports may not have. For example, there's no time limit on how long your match can last. You can't take any timeouts. You can't have a substitute come in to take your place if you need a break. No coaching allowed on the tennis court. And perhaps one of the most unusual and oftentimes frustrating aspects of tennis that does make it mentally challenging, your opponent is also your umpire out there on the tennis court. So yes, bottom line, you don't just have to be a physically fit tennis player you have to be a mentally tough tennis player. But just what does that mean? What is mental toughness for tennis? Because if we don't know what it is, how can we work towards achieving it? This is something I really thought a lot about recently when I read an article on this very topic. Now, I came across this particular article because there was something posted about it on the International Tennis Performance Association website, which I'm a member of, so I have to thank them for leading me to this. But I was able to track the article down online and read the whole thing, and it is very interesting. It is a academic article, so it's not like something you read in Tennis Magazine, but still, really interesting, and great insights into mental toughness for tennis. The title of this article is Psychological Predictors of Mental Toughness in Elite Tennis, an Exploratory Study in Learned Resourcefulness and Competitive Trait Anxiety. Yes, that's quite a mouthful, but as I said, it's an academic article It was published in one of the 2014 volumes of the journal Perceptual and Motor Skills, Exercise, and Sport. That's not a journal I read on a regular basis, but I was able to find it online. And I will include a link to this article in the show notes for this episode if you also want to track it down online and read it. Anyway, the article sets out the results done by a team at Middle Tennessee State University where they looked at a few of the psychological traits that they thought might be applicable to mentally tough tennis players playing elite tennis. And specifically, they studied two tennis teams, a men's team and a women's team, both at NCAA Division I schools. So NCAA Division I 
college tennis teams, the most elite college tennis teams here in the United States. Now, I'm not going to go through this entire article for you because, as I said, I'll include a link and you can read it if you want to. But here are the very, very interesting things I got out of it that could help you and I when working on our mental toughness. First, as I said, tennis is truly a different sport. It's a lot different than a lot of others. And the authors themselves point out why tennis can be so demanding psychologically. They state, quote, It is also apparent that the conditions and factors associated with mental toughness differ markedly between tennis and other sports. Specifically, tennis is among the few racket sports in which athletes are exposed to the natural elements as well as competing on a variety of surfaces, placing them under novel forms of adversity each time competition occurs. It is also among the minority of sports in which athletes are restricted in their ability to communicate, interact, and engage with their coach during competition, which tests and probes an array of mental attributes, e.g. emotional and cognitive control and self-belief, throughout competition. The largely individualistic nature of competitive tennis exposes athletes to rigorous physical and psychological scrutiny, placing demands on tennis athletes that are absent from team sports. End of quote. So the fact that we all think tennis is mentally challenging is confirmed by what the authors of this study thought. Yeah, it's a different sport. It's a lot different from a lot of others. And it is, in fact, a mentally challenging sport in a way that a lot of other sports just are not. So let's talk about what is mental toughness for tennis, because the authors of this study do try to address this. Although I'll tell you, they conclude that there is no conclusion. There's no academic definition of mental toughness for any sport, let alone for tennis. And yet I think they get pretty close to it. And when they articulate it, it's the kind of thing that once you hear it, you do realize, oh, that is the kind of thing I need to work towards. So here is a possible definition for mental toughness for tennis, according to the authors. Quote, mental toughness is an umbrella term that reflects the tendency of performers in sport and non-sport to thrive under pressure situations, to overcome setbacks quickly, and to maintain a high level of functioning in the face of continuous challenges. End of quote. They go on to point out that while that might be a possible definition of mental toughness, there are different characteristics, and here's what you and I are really interested in, that contribute to being a mentally tough tennis player. Some of these, and these are ones that they do not address, but they point out, include having a presence on court, being perceived, in other words, to be a tough competitor, resilience, emotion management, cognitive skills. In other words, there are several traits that can contribute to being a mentally tough competitor. But the two that they looked at in this study were learned resourcefulness and competitive trait anxiety. And I found the information on learned resourcefulness particularly fascinating because it appears that at least with elite tennis players, the ones in this study 
learned resourcefulness is truly a predictor of mental toughness, and it is something I think we can work toward. So let's talk about learned resourcefulness. The authors define learned resourcefulness as, quote, a collection of acquired abilities that enable an individual to monitor, control, or manipulate dysfunctional internal reactions to reduce the negative influence of these reactions on targeted cognitions, emotions, or behaviors, end of quote. I know that sounds pretty complicated, but they go on to explain, quote, these skills include the application of appropriate problem-solving techniques or coping skills, using cognitive processes to control emotions and behavioral responses, and possessing a self-efficacious outlook on the ability to control or cope with adversarial situations, end of quote. In other words, if we can learn coping skills or emotional management skills out on court, if we can learn to control our behaviors out on court, those are things that can help us become mentally tougher. And in fact, we can learn those things. There are techniques and tools that you can use for that. That's not what this article is about, but that is a possibility that you can learn to control your emotions, you can learn to control your behaviors out on court, and that will contribute to your mental toughness. So what do I think learned resourcefulness means? What do I think the authors are talking about? I think they're talking about learning coping skills such as breathing, having on-court rituals, visualization, learning strategies to deal with specific situations that arise on court. All of these are pretty simple things that we can learn. We recreational players can learn. This article is very dense with academic discussion of sports psychology, but when you bring it down to a level that I'm talking about with specific tools that you and I can use, you can see mental toughness is something we can work towards and we can achieve. Now, the other trait that they looked at in this article was competitive trait anxiety. Competitive trait anxiety is when an athlete focuses on competition and sees that competition as threatening. And they conclude that being anxious about competition can actually be detrimental to your performance. In fact, they say, quote, athletes high in competitive trait anxiety display a tendency to select and focus on threatening conditions or factors resulting in heightened state anxiety experiences. What this means to me is if you are a person who is particularly nervous in a competition situation, if going into a match you start getting very worked up, that is not helping you. I know it's easy to say that and it's hard to tell you how to not be that person, but think about it. If you are getting anxious, nervous, and worked up before your match, you're only hurting yourself. So just being aware of that should, I think, help you to realize you need to calm down. You need to have some breathing techniques. 
You need to have some rituals to help you be calm because you are not helping yourself by getting worked up for a match. And my bonus tip that I think about this is captains of tennis teams, you are not helping your team when you are increasing this competitive trait anxiety of your team members. And you do this when you tell them things like, you have to win this match. We have to have those points. I would say go into those matches, captains, with a calm, upbeat, positive message to give to your team members and do not put that competitive anxiety on them by letting them know how important it is that they win their match. It does not help them. Well, that's my conclusion. I just wanted to let you know about this study because what it tells me is we can all be working towards building our mental toughness. It is doable. There are recognizable traits that mentally tough tennis players have that we can work towards. There are also traits that are unhelpful that we need to work to avoid. That would be like the competitive trait anxiety. As I said, I will link to this article in the show notes for this episode, and you can find those show notes over at tennisfixation.com slash quicktips140. It is actually a really short article, but it is dense with interesting information. I certainly enjoyed reading it, and I think some of you would too. As I said, I'll have a link to that in the show notes for this episode. And if you're looking for even more tennis tips, be sure and sign up for my Tennis Fixation weekly updates. You'll get an email direct to your inbox each week, giving you not just the latest episode of Tennis Quick Tips, but also any other posts I've put on Tennis Fixation that week with all kinds of helpful, interesting, and fun tennis info. As a bonus, by signing up for these updates, you get a free copy of my ebook, 10 Quick Fixes to Improve Your Serve, No Lessons Required, where I give you my very best tips for getting a better serve fast. So just visit tennisfixation.com updates to sign up. Thanks so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed this episode. And as always, happy tennis.